and welcome to Three from the Seven, Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the last seven days. My name is Raf Kenny Sincata. I am the associate editor at Relics Magazine. I am here every week alongside this gorgeous human being. Hello to the bassist extraordinaire herself, Karina Reichman. Hey, thank you, Raf. You are a gorgeous human being too. And it is just, just the pleasure of my life to get to talk to you once a week. It's just unbelievable. Thank you. Absolutely. How are you, my friend? What have you been up to in these? uh, We recorded on like Thursday or Friday last week. Last week was crazy. We're back on schedule this week. How have you been in the uh, the inter the intertwined hours between our last speaking? Right, right. Yeah. How about that? I have been very well. I played a, a gig on Friday night with Garcia Peoples in Brooklyn. That was um, a, a time and a half. We had a great time. And uh, then on Saturday night, I went to uh, what I like to call the Jam Band Olympics, a.k.a. the, uh, what's it called, the Westville Music Bowl <laughs> up in Connecticut, where uh, I saw the Disco Biscuits. Oh, yeah. And that that was just fun and and such a blast just to see, you know, an outdoor amphitheater vibe going uh going off for for the heady music you know it was great and just you know pretty uh alive and and free if i do say so myself and uh people twirling doing the stuff it was great it was wonderful and uh then i came home and i've just been back in my little uh studio for the first time in a month because i've been gone and it's feeling really just good to be back new york is hotter than hell right now and uh I'm looking forward for it to, I, I, ne- I hate rain, but I look forward for the rain that's coming because allegedly it's coming because I think it's going to cool things off. We're going from like mid nineties back to like 75 this weekend. And that sounds terrific to me. So it's all good. It is all good. And how about yourself, Raph? Well, to, to slip in a, a Grateful Dead reference right at the tippy top, if it looks like rain and it feels like rain, here comes the rain for you, Karina. Um, things are good <laughs> on the West Coast. No rain at all. Beautiful San Francisco. Uh, sunny as always, although it is warmer on the East Coast. The, the scales are tipping now, right? Like the East Coast is warmer than uh, NorCal these days. Um, but I will be heading back to beautiful New York City soon, and that's good news. We have tons of New York news to talk about this week. But I will say before we jump in, Karina, let's do like a little culinary corner. I had sea urchin for the first time this weekend. Abs- fresh right off the boat. My boyfriend oh. was chopping into it like a freaking pro and digging out all that beautiful orange goo. Um, my final verdict, pretty good. Pretty good. I like sea You're urchin. F- I was thinking of you the whole first, time. Oh my God, sister. Yes, this is the best news ever. I And also, you know, there's a, there's a place called the Santa Barbara Fish Market that you can order online. For you, it'll probably come the same day. My God, but... Dude, get yourself a nice big platter of uni. My God, that is awesome. That's that's great to hear, Raph. It's one of my favorite things on God's green earth. Yeah, and uh, I'm so glad when we when you come back east, I will take you on an uni tour of New York City. Yeah, and just really get into it. It's going to be fantastic. For that's my awesome. 21st birthday, my dear friend Katie Jacoby, who. Many of you may know as violin extraordinaire who is in uh, a little band called The Who these days. Who? I don't know if you've heard of them. Who? They're rather indie. Um, who, who is this? But she also, yeah, right. Who? Who's on first? Who? Yeah, totally. You know the the Pete Townsend experience, and uh, she also has you know famously sat in with J Rad on numerous occasions and 
Before all of this, she was just my friend. <laughs> just kidding. She's been doing cool shit forever. And uh, she brought me a huge platter of uni right to the Bowery Hotel bar for my 21st birthday, which I proceeded to eat with my hands like an absolute savage. So. Whoa. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you didn't get like the spikes in your hands. Don't you need like a, I guess you need an an, an educated touch to be able to do that. But I don't, (laughs) well, no, let me, let me, spikes on them are terrifying. (laughs) Well, it seems like Jared, uh, uh, really went the distance on your first time. Normally, Raph, I'll tell you right now, I've been served sea urchin many a time. I have never been served like, the spikes, you know what I mean? Mm. You just take, when it's served to you in a sushi restaurant or whatever, they excavate that beautiful orange goo and just have it a la carte, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's just, like, sort of on its own. So, no, I was just fisting (laughs) disgusting orange (laughs) goo into my mouth. No spikes included, just pure heinous uh, act but yes, all I'm trying to say is I'm a big fan, and I love that you are getting into that uh, West Coast uni flavor because that is something to behold. I'm very jealous. The only thing better than West Coast is Japanese unique. So you're you're absolutely killing it, and I wish we had those beautiful spiny little guys out east here in the abundance that you guys have them out there. Ah. Oh. Baby. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, I, I just I looked digress. it up. Uh, I just looked it up, and the uni I did have was from Santa Barbara. Um, the, we have a fishmonger named Stephanie. You can go on her website, cstephaniefish.com. She's literally oh this God. like badass chick who goes like up and down the coast of California and like drives all the way from like LA to like NorCal, stopping along the way and selling like fresh oysters, fresh clams, fresh uni, like can't, like a uh, dungeous crabs that are still alive and kicking like she's a badass lady so i wanted to give her a quick shout out um and yeah getting fresh seafood is really oh mwah, amazing we got like oh. smoked salmon from her too oh it was fantastic so yeah i'm I'd, flying I'd a bit of a out culinary i know yeah dude please uh let's do a dinner party soon i'm like fully uh <laughs> i'm like fully ready to like june cleaver the shit out of dinner parties once we're allowed what? to like hang out with friends <laughs> and stuff i tell you 2021 and 2022 are the years of the dinner party i swear i don't want to like go to crowded bars and pay for overpriced drinks like come come over have a drink let's make some food let's eat some mooney oh. doesn't that sound nice <laughs> that sounds fantastic let's make some memories let's, let's do it. i love it rap i love it thank well, you i'm coming I'll see you there. Absolutely. And speaking of making memories, as I said before, we have tons of New York City news. Things are happening, folks. Uh, First and foremost, first story of the week, Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, is reopening this month. The Foo Fighters will descend upon Madison Square Garden on June 20th for a full capacity concert. Karina, can you believe it? And what are your thoughts on Foo Fighters being the ones to really... uh, uh, to use a crude term, to bust uh, to bust MSG's cherry a little bit here. They haven't ha- seen a show since March 2020. Wow. I mean, I things things are happening real quick, Raph. They're happening real quick, and I personally feel rather good to go for them. But my God, I feel for the people who are you know, a little more on the introverted side that maybe, you know, COVID brought out those tendencies even a little more. Perhaps they were really comfortable kind of staying home and doing the, the, you know, the thing and all of that, you know, this must be just so overwhelming. It's just crazy. So anyway, I, I say that just to say that, but this is crazy. This is exciting. I, uh, you know, at first it was sort of like, oh, Trey 
is uh, busting the New York cherry with these, you know, fully attended Beacon shows just a few days after that. But now here we go. Dave Grohl, he's swooping in. He's swooping in and he's uh, he's he's taking it for all it's worth on the 20th. I mean, I think this is great. Where I stand, I am uh, fervently pro, you know, the vaccine, uh, you know, you need to show proof of vaccination to get into a thing like totally. that. I mean, especially for now when we're just trying to reach a certain level of people who have uh, taken the plunge, if you will, to make sure everybody can stay safe and whatnot. Like, uh, I'm, I'm personally for that. So I see no problem with this. I think Foo Fighters, you know, of course... Perhaps not my first choice, though I don't know what my first choice would be. Um, but why not? It's fantastic. I just am into, you know, ushering in a whole new renaissance era of, you know, we were deprived of this for so long and it weighed so heavily on us for a, about a hundred million reasons, you know, and now we're trickling back in. It's feeling more normal. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. And then here we go. cap at the Garden. And, you know, by the way, they've been doing, you know, all these Knicks games and Nets games with tons of fans in there. And it's kind of like, well, thank God we get some music going in the same realm of capacity. You know what I mean? It's just like felt like so like, oh, yeah, sports sports fans get anything they want. But, you know, music fans, we have to wait for it. And, you know, where does the line you know, get drawn basically. So I'm, I'm very stoked. Yes. Yay. Foo Fighters. Let's do it. I love it. This is great. Yeah. What say you? Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think the, the sports kind of comparison is, is a really good one just because, uh, my brother went to like a Yankee game, uh, I think last week and they were, they're doing kind of like a hybrid, like vaccinated section, unvaccinated section. I like that MSG is just like, all right, for concerts, we're reopening, and it's just going to be like, you have to be vaccinated, you got to show your card at the door, and then like everyone can be maskless inside, I guess, save for, they're saying if anyone under 16 who like hasn't been vaccinated needs to wear a mask and prove like a negative test, but basically anybody who's like an adult who can who is going needs to be vaccinated, and I feel like that's just like an easier system, like p- politics aside, you know, science aside, like for the poor ticket takers at the door like let's just make it easy for everybody of like you show your ticket you show your card you get in the vaccinated unvaccinated there's going to be six different lines for six different types of tickets it's very confusing i like that msg is just being like uniformed here um and yeah foo fighters are cool it's kind of dad rock to me but uh you know there's nothing wrong with dad rock i mean i like steely dan so (laughs) who am i to judge dave Grohl's a cool guy it's gonna be a good show not necessarily a like intrinsically new york band though you know like we'll move on our next story kind of bleeds into this that um the mayor is talking about uh planning this big central park mega concert he's enlisted clive davis to do this huge like sixty thousand person event at central park and they haven't announced the lineup yet but it's going to be like eight iconic stars performing at central park um so those are going to be like those new york stars you know like i was thinking for the garden reopening like why not have a jay-z why not have a david byrne someone who is like a through and through you know new york artist like foo fighters are a little uh i don't know where are they even from technically california i guess uh it's a great question well i mean seattle you know like i don't know i'm just oh yeah i, I guess Grohl is seattle know? yeah i mean yeah right and pat smears in the band so like i guess you know we qualify them as a seattle band i'm it's really 
it's a shame I'm not more up on this. It's kind of embarrassing. But, uh, and also I love that you mentioned Steely Dan right after the Foo Fighters. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> um, and, uh, and not yeah, that they sound anything alike, <laughs> no, but it's no, more but like I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to throw stones in my glass house, you know, of like, oh, <laughs> Foo Fighters, that's dad rock. And meanwhile, I'm just like listening to Asia for like the hundredth time. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, right. Totally. I can't take it. Take your big black cow and get out of here. The Raph story. Uh, I love that. Well, you know who is a very New York City band who is playing here at Irving Plaza on Saturday? is the strokes exactly and that that kind of you know same deal you got to be vaxxed to get in and they're doing a uh it's a it's a you know it's for a mayoral candidate who of course i forget who it is who is it maya 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 wiley yeah maya Wiley. wiley so yeah they're doing that and that's cool and you know i don't know it's just i i love that things are popping up like it's like whack-a-mole out here you're like whoa here's the strokes whoa here's trey whoa here's the food fighters like what's going on baby i love it after so long of just like a dearth of is dearth the right term you're a writer yeah i think so like a drought kind of a drought of of any of this um so but now i'm getting like double and i'm getting like double and triple booked with all these shows i mean obviously i'm going to want to go to this um this clive davis central park mega concert thing that's going to celebrate new york's reopening it's being called like a homecoming so i'm going to want to go to that i mean the weekend one weekend that's kind of glaring at me is like the weekend of august 20th it's like j-rad at uh no not j-rad it's goose at lock-in it's dead and company at City Field, and it's like three or four other things, and it's like I feel like everyone is just like shoehorning their tour dates down uh, down the calendar. And there's only so many Saturdays in the summer, you know. Um, it's so true, and you can only be one place at once, you know. It's, I know. We need to clone you. We need to clone me. We need to clone everybody. It's a whole. Uh, it's a whole thing. I know, and people are all like, "Yo, what what fish are you doing, or what this and what that?" And I'm just like, "Well, I'm I'm playing, you know." And like, there's like a lot of that on that side for me too where it's just like obviously I'm a huge fan of so much music and I'm a huge like avid concert goer when I'm home and not playing you know um but playing always comes first you know before attending for me so I'm just Mm -hmm. like oh well got all these things to get in a row before I even think about you know any of that so it's all it's gonna be great it's all gonna be great Raph you and me we're gonna be out there seeing some stuff not seeing some stuff it's gonna be great yeah um I'm, I'm curious if you have any other thoughts on uh, for this uh, second story Clive Davis Central Park mega concert any guesses who these eight iconic artists might be some names I saw getting thrown around were someone like Paul Simon would be great um personally speaking um again showing my my uh my controversial taste. I think Dave Matthews in Central Park would be amazing. Throwing back to his Central Park concert, uh, he'll certainly bring the crowd out. I just love me some Dave, so I'd love to see him be one of those eight quote unquote iconic stars. I mean, sure, they'll probably do like a Billie Eilish or like a mega star. Beyonce and Jay Z would be insane. Um, I'm trying to think who love would really it. bring the crowd and get people hyped for Central Park. Well, you know, Mike D and Ad Rock mm. joined by either Nas or Q-Tip. You know what I'm saying? Yo. Like that's, yeah, just saying. Uh, <laughs> that's a great That's where one. my head goes. I'm always just trying to find, you know, obviously we, we have to replace, and there's no replacing for the record, but we have to fill um, the void of MCA with, with not one MC but two, you know? So let's just get Nas and Q-Tip in there and call it 
you know, I'll just, I'll call uh, Quincy right now. I mean, sorry, Clive Davis. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> Quincy like, Jones. He's like, I'm not oh, Quincy man. Jones, click. <laughs> he's like, Karina, this is not Quincy Jones. I'm like, ah, shit, I, ah, shit, I blew God, it. Damn. I blew it. I blew it. Oh, my God. That's definitely, that would rank number one in the most embarrassing, you know, fuck-ups of that nature. Um yeah, man. No, I like your I like your Paul Simon call. I like, you know, Billy Joel, Jay Z, like oh, you're yeah, totally Billy Joel. Right. Like I think uh doing doing some iconic NYC shit. David Byrne, let's go, you know. I am always pulling for any taste of a Beastie Boys reincarnated something or other. So that's why I say that. But that is a personal problem. Um Oh, probably Lady Lady Gaga, I could see being one. Oh, that's of them. a good one. She's a New Yorker. That's a good one. Definitely, definitely. Um, there are a lot. There are a lot of a really solid acts that could be in that. I mean, Jesus, 60,000 attendees. That is a lot. I mean, yeah, damn. It's going to be a shit. <laughs> it's going to be a shit show. Like, do not get it twisted at all. New York City. Uh, it's going to be a nightmare in a good way. Um, and I guess that's kind of what I was thinking of, like, that Dave Matthews Central Park show in, in like, the 90s was, like, something like 80,000 people. Like, it was so many. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm curious uh, what, what these eight artists will be, and I'm sure it'll kind of bring a lot of genres together, so we'll see. Mayor Bill de Blasio's in charge of it. Any New Yorkers who... Uh, who know anything about anything know de Blasio is iffy at best. So we'll see if de Blasio <laughs> comes through on this one uh, as he rides off into the sunset. Uh, and then Karina, our third story of the week. Uh, this actually came in right before we hit record here. Mr. Phil Lesh is returning to the Capitol Theater. It's Philoween, everybody. The spookiest time of the year. Nine shows at the Capitol Theater, uh, October 11 to 13, 18 to 20, and 29 through 31. So we got uh, a lot of lot of Phil here. I know especially that Halloween run is getting carried over from Phil's birthday shows that got canceled. So like Halloween's already sold out. So people who held on to their tickets are getting rewarded in spades here. Um, Karina, I know you have a Phil story that I wanted to, to kind of pick up uh, the thread on here. Karina was shopping somewhere. <laughs> And saw Phil Lesh or didn't? Or I'm going to pass the mic to you here. Um, yes, Raph. Yes. I, uh, I was shopping at James Purse in Soho yesterday the and walk into the store. And the only other people shopping are Phil and Jill Lesh and their dog. And, of course, I'm like, oh, my God, you know. And, and like, we all bullshit. Like, I have been introduced to Phil before. Like, I've, I've met him you know but I you know we have masks on I'm sweating because again it's like 95 degrees and I just get all shy and I know those of you listening are like oh yeah Karina you're real shy but like I you know I can uh, I can be a little shy in those situations and I was just like oh boy so of course I did what any um rational and reasonable person would do and just you know took some very covert terrible paparazzi shots of him and sent them to his son Graham and oh my I said, god <laughs> And so Graham and I, I was like, hey, you know, too shy to introduce myself to your folks. So I decided to become a, you know, a budget paparazzo instead. <laughs> and he was like, oh, man, like, you know, if they're still there and you get the courage up, like, you know, tell them that we have jammed a ton. And, you know, you're you're an honorary member of the Midnight North crew. And, you know, we've played a bunch and you play with Marco and you met at the blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, he'd, they'd be so happy to meet you and whatnot and and of course they walked out of the store 
and I did not get my courage up and I just pretended to be shopping. <laughs> Which, by the way, I bought a great pair of shorts yesterday and I did it because... Well, first of all, I was so hot and I was schwitzing in my jeans. <laughs> like, so you wore, you wore full, them out like, of the store? <laughs> I did not. I schwitzed more in my jeans. But I, <laughs> I literally was in there and it was very funny because Phil and Jill walked out and then the staff of the store was kind of like, like, it's kind of like they knew what was going on. And like they walked out and they kind of looked at me like, like... Like, do you Whatever. know who that man like, was? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, and I go, that's the bass player from the Grateful Dead. And they all just go, oh, my God, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. And he apparently had mentioned something about a tour bus to them and something, something. And they were like, I, when I rung him up, I recognized that name. And anyway, this is a big story about how I am a creepy stalker and not a chill person at all when it comes to <laughs> meeting Phil in the wild and uh, not introducing myself. So that is my embarrassing story. <laughs> um, but that happened yesterday, and that is just great. So this is news fresh off the presses. And let me tell you, man, he is such an inspiration this is nine shows at the cap. Is that what's going? Like, did you just say nine? Nine. Like, that is unbelievable. I mean, to be any age and be able to do that, remember these songs, keep them so fresh and so vibrant. Like, it is just an amazing thing to be alive on this, you know, sphere floating through space with a man like that. And you know, when you when you're in the flesh, like I think I'm all. You know, I think I'm cool. I think I'm hit. I can hang, you know, whatever. But then you're just like in a clothing store in Soho with the guy who wrote, you know, all this music and just like reinvented the bass in terms of what I have set out to do in my lifetime. And I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, I got nothing. I just got to take some pictures. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, you, you got caught. Crazy. You got caught in the fill zone, Karina. I was right in the fill zone, dude. You're so right. You're so right. And that happens to the best of us, so I'm not going to beat myself up for it. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's my sad story, right? Yeah. That's what Phil, I got. Phil's been super busy. Um, last week, you mentioned Graham and Midnight North. Uh, Phil has been basically on tour with them. He sat in with the band in Nashville, Asheville, and Charleston. So three shows last week. Actually, tonight when this comes out, I believe is Midnight North's next show. So we'll see if Phil sits in tonight, Wednesday night. Uh, and that means he's basically on tour with them. But I was joking around with a friend of mine and it's insane. Phil is 80 years old, had back surgery like a year ago that basically like put him, put him out, of, uh, out of commission for quite a while. So 80 years old, back surgery, survived a pandemic. And now he's like on the road with his son's band playing like club gigs in like Charleston, South Carolina, <laughs> and, and apparently shopping in Soho with with his lovely wife. Um, so Phil is really an inspiration, and definitely, um, <clears throat> excuse me, definitely uh, trucking. He's been trucking all along, um, and very very cool that he announced these nine shows at the Cap. And the Cap is back. I mean, Karina, you and I both hold that venue very near and dear to our hearts. So it's super cool to see uh, the Cap announcing this many shows. Uh, this October, who knows, Karina? Maybe, uh, maybe the two of us will get down to some filling friends, and then also TBD. Who, I don't even know who the friends are going to be. They haven't announced the band, right? And like, talk about like it doesn't even matter because you know it's going to be great, man. It's just great, and I look forward to being there, God willing, with you and crushing, you know, doing the whole nine. It's just it's amazing, and I couldn't agree more. He is a living legend and inspiration, and uh, and. You know, it's just so cool that he's doing all that with his son's band. And of course, 
I'm very uh, grateful to be pals with Graham and for him not to think I'm a total loser for reacting that way to his father <laughs> 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 or whatever. So that's all great. And uh, man, Phil, keep on trucking, baby. Keep on He's trucking, killing Phil. it. Bringing the fill zone all throughout the East these days. Uh, Karina, I think I'm going to kind of wrap it up here. Uh, we have yes, had a lovely time. We've spoken about so many things. Uh, the world is rapidly changing on a daily basis, and I'm glad that you are my co-pilot and I'm your co-pilot to get through these strange and unusual and hopeful times, I will say. Uh, I ask our listeners to follow us on Instagram at 3 from the 7 You can email us, raffandkarina at gmail.com. Subscribe to Relics Magazine while you're at it, uh, relics.com slash subscribe. Uh, we have a new issue coming out that I don't think I can mention. Our previous cover was Billy Strings. The next one is a very, very cool individual who uh, it looks awesome on the cover, but I can't say who it is yet. Uh, Three from the Seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our producer is Will Schwerd. Our audio engineer is Sam Lazarev. And Karina, I'm going to toss it over to you to uh, bid them one final adieu. Wow, Raph, it's amazing. We've reached the end of our road here. This is this is amazing. So much is going on. I'm always so you know grateful to get to chop it up with you once a week. And you know, it's a very it's a grounding practice, shall we say? It's very much like okay, like. Let's see what's in the news. Let's see what's going on in our uh, small yet big yet niche little world here, you know. And uh, this has been such a pleasure. I look forward to the next one. And I wish everyone listening a wonderful week ahead. And we will see you again next week. We will never leave you high and dry, me and Raph. No, we are there. 102 episodes later and the sky's the limit and we thank you for listening seriously take care y'all thanks raf be good everybody